episode 27 of Hug Your People. We're in Charleston again, as we are every week. Such a beautiful night out tonight. It's actually nighttime when I'm doing this, and uh, we feel the fall weather for the first time here in South Carolina today. It's not even cold. It's probably 60, <laughs> but um, but it feels great, and there's that uh, passing of another season that kind of makes me think about how far we've come in Baxley's fight and everything we've been through, so we're going to talk about um, just time and gratitude right now in uh, episode 27, Hug Your People. All right, I, I love the fall. I love the spring, too. Um, you know, I kind of love all the seasons, but I think fall is kind of just the uh, the moment. It's kind of like being hot and sweaty and getting in a cold shower. Like, it just kind of feels good, especially when you live in South Carolina. And today's really the first day that I've felt... Um, felt a little fall weather you know we're in Charleston tonight actually just finished his chemotherapy and it went well and um, we have to hang out for the rest of the night um, just to make sure everything is going well with this round of chemo and uh, he's getting fluids all night to make sure he stays hydrated and that everything goes well and then tomorrow we should be discharged probably hopefully mid-afternoon and we'll head home so I'm taking a little break and I came outside and it's such a just a nice night right here at dusk in Charleston and um, I'm wearing short sleeves and I could probably use a jacket to be honest but um, you know when we started March 22nd was the day that we were airlifted and uh, that was early spring for us you know early summer I guess you know weather had started to turn but it wasn't warm at night yet and um, so this this weather kind of brings me back a little bit and uh, think about how far we've come from the the days of not knowing what was going on to being scared to death of the unknown and what treatment was going to look like and were we going to make it and then the cathetering my son and shots and everything else that we had to do as parents that we didn't think we were going to ever have to do and uh now we're sitting here this weekend and i'm sitting in a place of immense gratitude my wife my wife's birthday is this weekend and um She's going to Asheville tomorrow with uh, a bunch of her friends and some of her longtime friends from Lexington, Kentucky. Um, and it feels really good that she's getting a, being getting to do that. You know, it feels really good. Uh, I think we both need a break. We're both pretty exhausted um, emotionally, physically, <laughs> you know, um, probably spiritually. You know, uh, this just processing the, the things we've had to process this year and change our lives pretty much from the days that we work to the days that we work out to the times we work out to everything else you can imagine. It just, uh, it's been quite a lot to, to take on. And um, so I'm glad she's getting a break. And, and I think my instructions, <laughs> if I'm allowed to give her instructions for her girls weekend, is to turn the phone off like just <laughs> unplug like go sit in the mountains you know sip on a pumpkin spice latte or a bourbon <laughs> or both <laughs> and just unplug just unplug and um i hope she does that i think she will but um, i know the the group of, of women that are going with her and i've met them and their husbands and um they're just uh they're just a top-notch group of people so i know that no matter what happens that she'll be cared for and There'll probably be some some really great conversations, and for that I'm thankful, very very thankful um, that she's able to do that. And 
I think it's also important to talk about, you know, could she and I break away? And the answer is yes. But you also have, you know, married people will probably get this. You have to ask to understand that um, it doesn't really help things when you do that after going through this. And the reason it doesn't is because we live in the same room. <laughs> um, and some, most of the time, all three of us are in the same room, meaning we were in Florida this summer for seven weeks and we lived in a, a, it was basically a hotel room for seven weeks. And you see each other day in, day out, 24 seven. You don't have any friends there really. We made friends, but um, you know, so there is a point where you just need a break from the norm and you need to get out. And so I think it, it will do her a lot of good to get away and don't get me wrong I'm taking the following weekend for my annual guys weekend so this is not one-sided she is <laughs> she's allowing me to do that too so it, it is very much um, we are committing two weekends back to back for one of us getting out of out of town so it's uh, it's very good but I think it's important to have that you know and to be around friends and feel a sense of normalcy <clears throat> and um, for that I'm very grateful very grateful that that's what's what's going on you know and I've wrestled with gratitude quite a bit you know I really have um, I don't know why I don't know why like I for everything that I'm super grateful for I've become very I don't know I don't want to say suspect of, of giving but I, I think one of my biggest growths over this whole thing uh, outside of the obvious is when I give there's no there's no sense of return or accolade or acknowledgement. Like when I give something, like when, for instance, when we give the wagons, the second that we hand the wagon over to the new family, that's it. We don't we don't need anything. We don't want we don't need a post. We don't need um, a hug. We don't you know it's it's theirs and they do with it as they please. If they want to give it to somebody else, that's their their prerogative. They can do that. Um, our job is to initially put it in the hands of people we feel need it and we'll use it and then we have done our job. The reason that we put posts up is so that we can attract people who don't know about the wagons to, um, to maybe connect us with someone and that's happened a few times where we've been connected. We just got connected with a family in Boston that we're sending a, a wagon up to Boston and then we just got connected with another family in Florida um, through third parties. So the posting, when we post, it's not to gain accolades it's to gain more awareness so that we can help more people and I, I think really you know we haven't sent any thank you cards and part of me is embarrassed and part of me is like so what I've got other things to do than send you a damn thank you card <laughs> you know um, and I know that sounds terrible it makes me feel terrible when I said it out loud but I think most people don't expect it in our circumstances you know um, and most people certainly understand. I think there are probably a few people that don't, that they would like acknowledgement and credit for their gift, or they'd like acknowledgement and credit for their donation, or acknowledgement and credit for insert whatever here, and, and that's not my responsibility. That's, that's their responsibility. But by being aware of that, I was looking back, and I was like, where have I given something with the, and expected just like a, hey, a thank you would be nice. Like, you know, it, it's a donation, it's a gift, it's charity. You know, um, that's not right. I shouldn't, I shouldn't do that. And so I don't do that anymore. And so for me, it was just a great, great learning experience. And, and maybe you learned something from it by, by me telling you that or, 
maybe you know someone who could learn something, who could learn from it. But I think when we as people start giving without the expectation of acknowledgement, we just give to give. And uh, I, I think my, my stepmother, Drew, she put it so perfectly one time when um, you know, we were talking about the homeless situation. I was much younger. This, this, God, this could have been, this could have been 20 years ago. Um, probably not that long ago, but it could have been. Um, and so she and I were talking about the homeless situation. And, you know, so you give a homeless person five bucks, 10 bucks, and they go buy a beer with it or, or, you know, whatever they're going to buy with it. And I was talking about at that time, I, she changed my opinion of it. I was talking about how I don't like that. I don't agree with that. And she goes, yeah, but some days that's just what you need, especially if you don't have a house. And I was like, you know what? She's right. You know, who am I to say what that person needs to spend my $5 on or my dollar on or my 50 cents on? That's for them to decide. Um, my gift and my donation and my charity stopped. The, the, it really stopped the minute I let go of the, the money. And then what they do with it is for them to know. I can't possibly know what they need in that moment. You know, I can't possibly. We like to think that people do good things with it, and I think most people probably do. <clears throat> but we certainly can't expect everyone to do what we want them to do with the, the charity or the donation. It's just a fascinating place to be in, you know. And, and I think we, my wife and I, we've really hoped that, you know, people that have um, given us gifts, given Baxley gifts, uh, donated to the wagons, donated to a million mile, um, the hats get, supported us financially. Um, you know, we hope that people see that we're doing good for other people and that that's enough. And that that's just kind of the way that we're going to pay back is through giving the wagons. And we hope that's the, that that's what people perceive. We can't be sure, but we hope so. So it's, it's just a cycle of I mean, if I were Catholic, this would make perfect sense because it's guilt. <laughs> but, you know, I grew up I grew up in the Presbyterian church. So so it's kind of like, where did this come from? You know, um, but but it's kind of not not even developing into guilt. It's just developing into awareness of um, through other people. I think we see ourselves. And when something is showing up for you, meaning when someone is treating you a certain way and someone is uh, not treating you the way you want to be treated, it's almost almost always apparent that you're doing that to someone else in some way. You know, if someone is uh, not acknowledging you enough, then it's probably because you're not acknowledging someone else enough. And that's a really weird thing to look at in your life, but it's probably true. So I realized, once I realized that people were giving with the expectation of acknowledgement, I really started looking at where am I doing that? And I found quite a few places where I, I had done that in the past and um, probably was doing that in the present. And it was really eye-opening to cut that out and say, you know, if you're going to give, then give and move on and do the best you can and trust that the people you're giving to are, are, are going to do right by you and do right with it. And Suzanne Evans talks about that a lot. You know, when I went to the first event in Orlando, She's just such a, a wise woman and such a strong business leader, you know, and she said when we give money, we don't give it to keep track of it or to keep tabs on it or to keep dibs on it or to get proof that it was used for what we intended it for. We give it with a whole lot of trust that 
if it's not used for what we gave it for, it will be used for something better. And that was just, man, that was just, uh, <clears throat> that, was that, that was powerful because I believe that if we get to that spot, you know, and, and we just give with that, that in mind, we really saved ourselves a lot of energy, but we also find the, the bandwidth to do more than we think we're capable of. And um, it's remarkable. It really is. It really is. I, I'm thinking about the Alex's Lemonade stand in September. We raised $10,000 for Alex's Lemonade stand to fund uh, pediatric cancer research. I didn't think I'd raise $500. I didn't think I'd assemble a group of people that uh, would be able to raise $10,000. But we just got the right people and the right people that cared and the right people that trusted and the right organization to to be on the back end of it and uh it was just amazing that we were able to help with ten thousand dollar donation that was amazing you know and we're looking to grow that you know we want to do more of that because we find that there are good people out there and as much as we've been supported we now need to turn and go support other people and we're not out of the woods yet. We're certainly not in a position to take on everything, but we are in a position to take on a little bit here and there. And the month of October, we're not really taking on too much because uh, I spoke in Atlanta last weekend. My wife's going to Asheville this weekend. I'm going to North Carolina the next weekend. We have a weekend off, and then we're back in the hospital for five days um, the weekend, the week of Halloween. So... Um, so we don't have a lot of time in October to take on extra things. Not only that, but I've got some business that I'm launching. I'm uh, growing my business to help impact parents on a deeper level, and that's really what I'm focusing on. And um, that requires me to dig a little deeper into my business and what I want to, who I want to impact, and who I want to help. And so we kind of take things as we can, you know, and we aren't afraid of taking a loss financially if the local or if our local community takes gets helped if someone on our floor at MUSC is helped and we have to take a financial loss we do that we don't we don't keep tabs on who gave us this and then that goes to that who gave us that we just make it happen we just make it happen and everything will catch up in the end um, and I know some of you accountant and business people are cringing right now but trust me we have filed papers for the nonprofit for Hug Your People. And so once we get that, it will be a lot cleaner than, than what I'm talking about now. But um, but that's just the way it is. So I, I think leaving this podcast, just I challenge you, look, look at where your gratitude is and look at where you're giving with the expectation of acknowledgement or the expectation of return. Is that something you do subconsciously or consciously? Is it something that you've noticed other people doing? And that self-awareness can really change things for you. That's it. Episode 27, Hug Your People. I'm really excited where Hug Your People is going. As I said in the podcast, we have filed uh, state paperwork for nonprofit status, 501c3. Um, yes, I have attorneys. Yes, I have friends that are uh, doing all they can to help me. So uh, I don't need any input or, or help. If you work with nonprofits, feel free to reach out to me. I know I've got a few people that I'm really interested in connecting with um, for best practices kind of uh, advice. Um, and I think that's going to be magical. But under Hug Your People, we'll be back to these wagons. There will be a ton of other things. The hats will be part of it. We're looking at 
continuing to help with Alex's lemonade stand and we're looking at, at a few other things down the line that we hope will make a really big impact on these kids who are fighting cancer every day and their families. And so I'm really excited about that. I, I think what we're gearing up for is next July when we get the cancer-free sign, Hug Your People really becomes something, something really, really special. Um, I, really, I really believe that that's what's going to happen and I'm putting it out there to say that it is going to happen. And, um, so that's it, episode 27. Make sure you're getting gratitude. Make sure you're giving without expectation and uh, just go help people, love on people. This is Kevin, see you guys. Thank you.